0: Right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about pandemic, Ebola, you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. some kind of outbreak. Maybe you're afraid of the Zika, vibri- Zika virus Zika virus, and babies with giant heads, whatever.
1: Who knows? I think they're pinheads actually. Pin-
0: oh, they have small, small heads? Small heads, yeah. Oh, okay. So crushes in on the brain. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes sense. All yeah. right. All right. So, Kevin, you uh, did some research. You're gonna un- enlighten us. I did a little bit, and it's uh, it's surprising how much uh,
1: how much uh, the government is concerned about it. They have all sorts of lists on their websites oh. on on what to do and how to how to uh, protect yourself from uh, becoming a victim. Now, a lot of people don't think that that's uh, th- this is a serious concern, something to be worried about.
0: Civilized world, this is America. Right. Come on, this we have vaccines.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, more and more we're seeing uh, um, treatment-resistant bacterias, uh, which you know that was something we had handled in the '40s. Yeah. You know, yeah, a my, bit my of...
0: wife uh, always gets angry about the uh, antibiotic uh, antibacterial soap yeah. in all the bathrooms. She's like, bathrooms is where all the diseases are. You put antibacterial soap in there, it's gonna become resistant. Uh-huh. She's like, it's just a matter of time. So. There you oh, go. Yeah, it's spreading a lot more. A lot of
1: it is is uh, comes from when um, doctors prescribe antibiotics to somebody okay. that's sick, and they start feeling better, and then stop taking the the antibiotics, and they got rid of most of them, but they didn't get rid of all of the bacteria that's in their system, and then you know then and the it comes tougher back. Tougher ones come and back. You can't, yeah, you can't you can't. Finish also,
0: them all. Um, I guess America gets a little more exposed. People are coming over the borders. We're not vaccinating them. We're mm-hmm. not checking them. Right. And they're bringing all kinds of things. What is it out in California? They had some kind of polio type thing happening yeah. with the kids. And, uh-huh. you uh-huh. know, these type of things. More and more they're popping up because we're not checking anything. It seems like we just left the gates open, uh, you know, any kind of vulnerability to uh-huh. America. It really seems kind of crazy to me. But right, right. Go and, on. You
1: know, it was, uh, I think, 19, 1918. Um, I don't have it written down. 1918 uh, Spanish flu okay. uh, started in the United States, and um, it's called the Spanish flu because uh, during the war, the First World War, everyone was uh, had a blackout on these this disease that's spreading all over the place, killing okay. everybody, every place except Spain. So everybody thought it was like, oh, Spain's getting hit really hard, but I mean, the truth was that you know it was hitting everybody pretty hard. It killed uh, um, 50 somewhere between 50 and 100 million people.
0: It's a lot of people.
1: And that's just uh you know, that's just a strain of flu. Influenza. Um
0: let's see, uh No, I know about affluenza.
1: Affluenza.
0: But I have that. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: that's a completely different thing. Okay. I but I mean there's still things like uh with like bird flu. That's yeah. not gone, you know. It's yeah. still around. Never really took off like they, they thought it would. Spanish flu was another one that that never really took or not Spanish flu, I mean uh swine flu. It's another one that didn't really take off, uh-huh. um,
0: but how are you going to be prepared for that? How are you going to be get ready for your uh, you know when this does break out? Well, I think being the prepper and being able to stay home and not going out to the grocery stores and the malls uh-huh. and the for everything we need every day, uh huh, might be a good start. Yeah, yeah. But well, I think uh you know the the basic
1: websites say you know you want to have uh, this is this is coming from the federal government too. You ready dot to, yeah, ready.gov. I'm I hear the commercials. Two weeks. Two, weeks. Uh, two weeks of food and water. Now,
0: now is that two weeks for my whole
1: family? At, or yeah, is that just two prepper, weeks for me? Well, I mean,
0: send your kids to school. Let them, there just don't you let go. them back
1: in the house. That's
0: you all. know, I just drove by the, the local elementary school. And it said, "Free meals served here all summer long." Ooh! And I was ready to stop. I'm like, "Now we're talking." Uh huh. <laughs> but go
1: on. Sorry, I yeah. get distracted. Well, I mean, as a as a prepper, that's that's something that we we're, we're always preaching. I think we're always looking have a minimum, for free meals. No, oh, a minimum no. of of two weeks of food and water. I mean, well, yeah, I'm looking that, for free meals minimum. too. I mean, that's, that's minimum. That's good. But I mean, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't, you're not ready for at least two weeks, you yeah. should make that your priority. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of a uh, lot of freeze dried stuff. Simple ways to get you know stock your stock your uh, cabinets with canned foods and things like that. You, know, you all I, know what to.
0: I've do. always been intimidated by canning foods and and stuff. My wife doesn't want to get too involved with the time. She's like, if I'm working full time, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. you know whatever. But I've been hearing about uh, jarring uh you know canning, mm-hmm. uh, chili. Yeah, and I'm like, oh well, people jar sauces all the time. Yeah. So why the hell am I not doing chili? Because that's like the awesomest thing in the world. Yeah, and it's not even like I'm not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, I had a hundred <laughs> jars of chili down there. What the heck? Damn it.
1: Yeah. No, but, I know my. my you freezer might not want to
0: hang out with me if I have a hundred jars <laughs> of chili. <laughs> but just the same. Yeah, I know my freezer's always stocked
1: with it, with a few containers of chili. But yeah. you know when the power goes out, that chili's gone. I'm down to uh, Dinty Moore and uh,
0: Dinty Moore. <laughs> And least, like I have that. a bunch. You know what you know what's super high calorie uh that I that I buy is um uh corned beef hash. Yeah. yeah. Like the cans like four hundred and eighty calories mm-hmm. or something and I'm yeah. like yeah It's all fat. And that's something I won't even like eat. Like because it just seems wrong. Like you want it, you like it. What? I eat it all the time. Oh, dude, i like, the time. Oh, I'll be a big fatty, you well, know? It's not,
1: I mean, fat doesn't necessarily translate to fat in you. It's the sugars that I know, it's the 500
0: fat. calories. Yeah, i like mean, like kid. You can't
1: eat anything else for, for the another day. 12 hours. But... Yeah,
0: exactly. I can have a beer at bedtime, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. But, all right, sorry, I got off task. Yeah. I know. So, all right. So, pandemic. So, have a so, couple weeks of food yeah, supply. What
1: you're going to want to do is obviously... You know everyone's sick and and dying. You're gonna want to stay home. Like right. you want your house to be prepared for it. You know, like the two you know the two weeks of food and water. Um, you want to be up to date with all your. I didn't think about this. This is something I, I found. But you want to be up to date with all your prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take any prescription drugs right now. But but, but it if doesn't did, mean, that's because I'm a young you know young strapping young man. But You know, for the preppers out there that are in their 50s and 60s that have certain, you know, high blood pressure, whatever it is, you want to be able to uh, not have to run out to the drugstore because that's where all the sick people are heading to.
0: Now, so basically, if they take this this article from Ready.gov or whatever, they can go in and show their doctor and say, hey. You got out my prescription so I can be prepared because <laughs> the governments tell me because yeah. a lot of doctors don't want to do it. No, they're oh no. whoa, I don't want to give out any Not too much at a, at a time, and um, so that maybe is uh, your loophole you're in. You know, yeah, well they also don't want to give you your medical records. We we're talking about that's that been that, uh, my earlier. experience. Yeah, yeah,
1: but that's something uh, you should have at your home. You should have a copy of it at yeah. your house, and um, you know they should be able to make you a copy of it. You know, copy everything off at the doctor's office, but. They don't want to do it. They
0: don't they're seem to want to you're do get it. They're going to be
1: your own doctor. Hey, I don't know what they're scared of. That's... My
0: kids keep telling me, you're not a doctor. And I'm like, so what? I've been sick before. I, I, bought, it's like. I bought some dental tools. <laughs> I <got a> <laughs> they're like, you can't do it. I'm like, get over here and open your mouth and shut up. <laughs> I'm going to tighten these braces up. <laughs> don't worry about it. I got you. I got this. Mm-hmm. But... uh all right. So maybe but honestly, the honest answer is these outbreaks kind of when they do happen, maybe doing little basic doctor at your home yeah. is the better way to go than going into these areas where all the sick people are. Yeah. But one of the things that they they talked about with this
1: is um, you know, when if you're at a high risk for, for disease, okay? You got to make sure you maintain your own health uh, just um. to uh, just to help com- combat it if you get it, like getting enough sleep. Um, you know, you want to eat healthy, you want to uh keep keep plenty of fluids, drink plenty of fluids. So it's
0: completely changed my lifestyle.
1: Right. Okay. Right. yeah. Eating healthy and and drinking fluids, and I mean, it fluids. doesn't beer beer and coffee doesn't count, you know. So you want to uh, want to keep hydrated with water, but I mean, things like that'll boost your immune immune okay. system and help you uh, you know, at least uh mitigate some of the uh some of the uh initial effects of the illness. Um And what was the Was the other one was the, um, uh, you know, keeping keeping hygienically, uh, you know, clean. Keep keep your hands and you know don't touch your face. All that sort of stuff that you know you shouldn't do and you do anyway. Mm. No nose picking. You know, wash your hands frequently.
0: Sucking your thumb. Wash your hands after you use the toilet. Mm -hmm. Because most of these
1: diseases are transmitted by you know your mucous membranes, your mouth, Mm. your nose, your eyes. Um, you know, don't stick things in your butt either. That's probably bad. <laughs> that's you know, a bad... I know people that do the animas and things like that. Animated... That cannot be healthy for you. I don't <laughs> care what they say. It cannot be good for you. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that's exit only. Exit only. All right. Um, so I mean, it's, it's really a matter of, uh, being, having the ability to isolate yourself and your family, um, if something like this starts. Okay and uh you know being a prepper that's part of our uh that's part of our our motto be prepared yeah, be prepared that are the boy scouts you yeah. know all yeah. right and i know uh now we were talking about zika virus right yes and uh i was just reading this said somewhere you know just under a 1000 cases a year in the united states okay um most of that isn't aren't people that got it in, got the, it united in the united states, states right. right they came from another place um But I don't know. uh, I don't know what the situation is. I think it's a specific type
0: of mosquito. Um, It's not even necessarily our type, right? Not necessarily. Okay.
1: If we bring people with Zika here, maybe it'll infect. It'll be ours, right? But they said it's now sexually transmittable too. So we have to stop having sex with mosquitoes. Exactly. And
0: um, you know, back you you had said you know you want to maintain proper health. I'd I'd actually read a book on on. Staying healthy? Yeah. Who knew? They said one of the signs that you're healthy is you should wake up with an erection every morning. And when the doctor says, how have you been sleeping? That's really what he's asking, is what I was (laughs) read. What I read is, what he He really wants to to say is, do you wake up up with an erection every morning? And that's a good sign that you're on task to... Mm -hmm. You know, health, I just thought I'd put that out there in case you guys were wondering, well, I think of an yeah, optimum health. Yeah. Now you know. You that's wood? If not, apparently <laughs> every woman sign. I know is unhealthy. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about men. Oh, okay. Only men. All right. <laughs> you know, when you wake up. All right. So, all right. All right. Just thought I'd share that as a little insight that I could give you. You know, I told you. On how to stay healthy. Kind of the family mm-hmm. doctor. You know, I yeah. handle things. Mm-hmm. That's why I have this special You're the knowledge. are you
1: asking your children how they sleep? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I try to block anything out all right so um
1: you know i I think a lot of the um a lot of the scare lately has been uh um a lot of the anti vaxer situation you know it's bringing a lot of diseases that we consider dead okay, you know, kinda of, kind of reintroducing them okay you know? uh. A lot of the illnesses that we're not concerned about, like malaria and, and uh,
0: the Black Death,
1: Black Death, death, and things like that, we don't necessarily have a lot of these in the United States, but it's possible uh, for somebody to come back and then have a, a, a large enough population that's not vaccinated
0: mm. to cause it to spread. Okay.
1: Uh, I don't, you know, malaria isn't that way. That was a bad example. But you know what I'd learned, though, is, is malaria has killed half of the people that have ever lived. Wow, that's a lot of I dead did not people re- from know that. Yeah. yeah and I, I mean you got to think about a lot of the people that died from it were you know less than one year old right and know, it's because we won't use
0: deed or something well yeah. obviously half the people that ever lived it's been over time it's right right it's not now it's not present day yeah. but still mm-hmm. it still kills
1: people it still kills quite a few people yeah. and uh
0: yeah
1: and um so i mean it's uh that's uh that's one of the things to keep in mind is is you can stay up to date on your vaccines it's not a it's not a a big deal to stop by the doctor's office and have them check it out. Get checked out. Yeah. Now you mentioned Black Death. Yes. I I actually may have gotten bubonic plague. Oh yeah. Yeah. and I uh, I uh, woke up one day. This is quite a quite a while back. Okay. And uh, you know I didn't have health insurance, so I didn't go to the doctor. So
0: it could have been. <laughs> been. I mean, who knows well, I what a, it was? I had a,
1: a lump in my. I woke up and I had a sore sore throat, and I had a lump in my in my uh, okay. neck. And I was like, Oh no, this is this I, the black This'll go away.
0: <laughs> this is not a big deal.
1: I'll just sleep on it. And woke up the next morning I was like, Oh, it's bigger and it hurts more. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go away, it'll be fine. And finally I had to go to the doctor and the right. doctor said, You know, um, We think you have the death. He goes <laughs> he goes, You could it could be it could be two things. He goes, Either either you have cat scratch fever or you have bubonic plague. <laughs> it's a crab shoot. And I said, that's not real, right? I said, you're joking. And he goes, no, bubonic plague is actually, said they had a few cases in uh, Arizona. Okay. Uh, well, that's what he told me. He said not too long ago, but obviously the story dates back a little bit. Yeah. And uh, basically he said, we can run a bunch of tests on you. Or I can and, just give you antibiotics. Can, yeah, you can just take antibiotics. And so I t- chose the antibiotics, but
0: uh, we'll I never know. I kind of would have wanted we'll the test. <laughs> Yeah, we'll never know. And that's, I feel a little cheated mm-hmm. on that. Now I thought I had the black death once, uh-huh. but it turned out it was just the flu. Oh
1: yeah, so it's yeah. You know, how do you know? Yeah, why well, had the, I had the flu?
0: I oh well. And, uh, yeah,
1: you no think one? you think you have like you thought you've had the flu before? Yeah, right? you've had oh, them, no. like bad cold. And yeah, no. it's the flu. No, when you get the flu, you're like, <laughs> Fuck, this yeah. sucks. It's not. It's not a bad cold. I That's, I uh, haven't. Out I hadn't a
0: missed week. a day of work in. Uh, I think probably in like 13 years Mm -hmm. and and that's with that employer prior to that in the military you know you go 10 years whatever it was and and don't miss a day of work so Mm -hmm. bottom line is i I don't miss work i'm not you know somebody who's like oh, and so i got this flu man i couldn't get up off the couch i'm like oh i'm gonna die Mm -hmm. this is horrible i can't move and I, I deal with it for a day. And I'm like, oh, because, you know, tomorrow it will be can't be like this right. forever. It's next day, same thing. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. I can't move. I go to urgent care. Guy's like, yeah, you're just a pussy. It's the flu. <laughs> and uh, he's. Like, I'm like, no, this is worse. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's just the flu. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what. Let me give you some prednisone miracle drug. Let me tell you. Really? So I thought there was nothing they could do about it. Gives me, I, pred- I should have gone to the doctor. Gives good. me a huh. Next day I'm at work. I yeah. mean, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, dude, let's do this. <laughs> it's going go to work. Nothing. It's funny because I actually went to the doctor's house for a repair mm-hmm. the next day. Oh, yeah. And he's like, first of all, how are you feeling? <laughs> and I'm like, Pret- <laughs> pretty good. And I'm so like, he knew That's that awesome. worked, huh? But yeah. dude, it was like night and day. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, just masks all your symptoms and... You're still sick. You're still sick, but you're fine. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, you got to give me some of that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm just putting that out there.
1: And yeah, no, when I got there, and I I try and stay in really good health, especially yes. lung health. You know, I do a lot of running, a yes. lot of swimming, a lot of yeah. outdoor activities. Do I hear a lighter all the time? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I I do that because I smoke. I mean, oh, otherwise okay. I get, you know. So I I have very good lung health. Okay. And I think, well, like, this is going to save me when I get sick. It didn't matter. No. It didn't matter. When when I had that, I could I could barely catch my breath. No matter how many uh, mountains I I run up and how how many uh, lakes I swim across, didn't seem like I'd help that helped out at all. And I was I was on my ass for a good three days. Yeah. But luckily, it happened over a weekend. And uh, I felt it coming on my last day of work on a Friday, and then Saturday didn't leave the bed. Sunday didn't leave the bed. And Monday I was just barely able to pull myself up and. And get out there and, and fake working. Yeah, fake right. working.
0: Alright. But it's
1: uh it was a serious I've had colds before. Yeah. And this yeah. was not a cold. This was right.
0: not that? Yeah, it's not the same thing at all. No, no. It turns out the flu's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean and you know, obviously different strains, people are like whatever, but yeah, no, the guy was like, No, it's not really worse. This is just what the flu is in yeah. Europe was but, all right, so moving along back to the uh, pandemic thing. Yeah, the
1: pandemic. So, um, you know, we see a lot of, uh, you know, things where they're talking about it, Ebola. Yeah. We, we had a big scare during that. It's a
0: little frightening. People yeah. are like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to be bleeding out of my eyeballs. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, that seems like... I seem to remember some Tales from the Crypt episodes with uh, Steve Buscemi or... Oh, well, there were some bad things happening, <laughs> and yeah. they, with plagues and outbreaks, and mm-hmm. it's not something I really wanted any part of. No, no, and there's
1: a couple of them that are really like, to me, worse. You yeah, know, like like the dysentery, the uh, all the things you can get get from that mm-hmm. that give you like diarrhea for until you die. Ooh. And that's not how I want to go. Just diarrhea to death? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, that
0: ain't me. <laughs> that does happen. I can't stop bad. pooping. You know, maybe you should go online and uh, figure out how to uh, make an IV. They, uh, you can figure that out. You can make those up. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep hydrated. And uh, keep hydrated. Something like that, because that is one of the things that does people in. Yeah, yeah. You lose all your fluids, and then that's it. But uh, you know, not my expertise. Now you were uh, saying you had a a website
1: uh, or a uh, a link a a link on on the website.
0: So I'll put up a link in the show notes that. Basically setting up a quarantine room and, and how to, uh, you know, kind of prepare for things. You know, your own house, something happens. So basically what it covers is when you have a, uh, an outbreak and suppose you have somebody who's got the symptoms that you're worried about. You know, whatever seems to be going on out in the world and you want to take it, you want to isolate them to one room. And you don't want to make it where they're going to have to be traipsing through the house to go to the bathroom or to do anything. They got to kind of be contained. So if you can have, like I know, you know, in my basement, I have a bathroom and a bedroom right there. I could kind of close that off. Now they say you want to actually put a uh, a um, plastic lining on all the walls seal off the door, kind of everything. Mm -hmm. But then put like a uh, box fan in the window, Mm blowing out. Okay. And that'll create kind of that negative pressure. Mm -hmm. And that'll really, you know, kind of keep things in a a better way to go. Yeah, out of the bedroom and Um, into the rest of the living area. Then you would want, before you put the person in the room, You want to scrub them from head to toe with like antibacterial soap. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they can do that themselves, hopefully. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. you catch it early on. Um, Head to toe, clean them up, you know, as best you can, then put them in there. Um, You want to set up a garbage can, you know, with, well, they say biohazard bags, but at least some kind of like the hefty, thick black bags. Mm -hmm. And you want to anything, any kind of sheets, bedding, you want to be changing it as frequent as you can. But again, remember the supplies you have, you know, I mean, obviously in a survival situation, you might only have five sets of sheets in your house that are, you know, extra, you know, that aren't on beds. And so, but you want to be changing those and then just burn them. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to be washing that with the rest of the stuff. You want to make it that you're basically kind of slipping in food and not, you know, Mm -hmm. really hanging out in there. But you also might decide, you know, one person that's going to kind of suit up. Do you have, you know, some kind of, you know, outfit? They they sell stuff pretty cheap if you want to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of rolls of duct tape and some plastic sheeting will uh, go a long way. Mm-hmm. And these are things to think about. Respirators are pretty cheap if you plan ahead and, uh, you know, think about buying stuff. Again, how much do you love your family? How much do you worry about a pandemic happening? um these are things you know maybe it's not the big priority on your list maybe you don't think it's realistic and that's okay we all get to decide our own survival plan Mm -hmm. you know it's it's whatever we feel is right but if this is something you're serious about i mean i know you know a lot of you guys just listen to the podcast because we're awesome and you want to hear stuff and so whatever ideas it just gives you a little insight to be prepared But if you search this out and pandemics or something you're interested in, then, you know, these are the steps you might want to take. Uh Because running into the hospital because you have a few of the symptoms Mm -hmm. might not be the safest move because you may never come out. Right. Depending on the disease. uh,
1: A lot of the diseases, the the, uh, treatment-resistant diseases, are spread through hospitals.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing I want to point out, Like when we had the Ebola outbreak here in America, and I say outbreak with three people or whatever the hell it was, but there, I wouldn't think you're making a mistake going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. At that point, you want to go to the hospital. I'm talking about where there's tons of people who Mm -hmm. are getting sick. I I don't recommend you stay at home and avoid the doctor when, Mm -hmm. you know, there's one or two cases and whatever. Hey, get to the professionals and let them fix you. Yeah. These are the people that know how to do it and know what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about when half the population is sick and everybody's, you know, dropping like flies. That's when I'm talking about setting up your own emergency uh, setup at the house. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't necessarily think you should avoid the doctor in general. I just, you know, be prepared to take care of yourself if that's what, you know, if you're going to be a prepper. Yeah. And again, you know, as always, with everything we say, you know, you need to take into account. All right, where do I feel that my money is best spent? And, you know, I don't want anybody to go out getting into debt over craziness. Right. You know, but I also, what's important? What do you really need to worry about? You know, I think in my mind, I think it's realistic that the dollar might collapse a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's that crazy. And it's just happened over and over again in history. I don't think it's impossible to believe that America might have martial law one day and basically, you know, shut people down and door to door and, and check in mm-hmm. things. I know it sounds a little far fetched. But it's happened in history over and over and over and over again. And, you know, same thing. They take away your, you know, they start registering guns and talk about banning them. And now people are talking craziness like, you know, repealing the Second Amendment. These things can happen. So my point is decide which ones you're worried about, what you think is realistic and what might be a threat to your family and what's important to you and put your money and your effort into covering the things that you think are possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you think pandemic is something that might play out, you might want to take a little effort to, you know, keep a couple of things. You know, it sounds like from what I read, you could set up this room, have the supplies to set up this room for about 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. If it's worth 50 bucks to cover the outbreak possibility... Then maybe that's something you should right. do. And these
1: are things that you can use for other stuff. And maybe stuff. you don't yeah, like it's your... not just throwing the money away and then it's gone. You know, these are things that you can use in your everyday life and just right. re- restock.
0: And that's it. A lot of the prepper stuff kind of covers several areas. You can take mm-hmm. the duct tape from one task to the next task. Right. And, you know, it'd be cool. And actually, I like Gorilla Tape, just so you know. It okay. seems a little bit better. Well, I was um yes. I was
1: looking on the uh, World Health Organization. Um, ah, another favorite website. Yeah. All right. World Health Organization uh, site. They have uh three three lists of um uh, drug resistant um uh bacteria, viruses, different different types okay. of illnesses. Uh they got a list of of uh serious what are they what do they call it? Serious concerning and um we're fucked. And we're fucked. And urgent. Urgent, urgent. is that uh, we're fucked.
0: They had a different word got, for it. Okay. They, yeah, they have
1: three three on the urgent list. Okay. Um, C. diff, uh C R E, and a certain type of gonorrhea, which I've never heard of. I try not to read the names because I know I'm butchering them. I don't speak Latin. But on the serious list, they have 14. Ooh. And, uh, you know, just there's a lot, da- lot out there that they're worried about. And if they're worried, you know, it's a good idea to maybe not be worried about it but definitely uh keep your eye on things with like that you know um, I know that uh, uh they said treatment resistant uh, tuberculosis uh, there were there were four hundred and eighty thousand new cases in, in wow. 2013.
0: of treatment resistant treatment resistant wow so
1: it's uh you know it's definitely something that uh you want to keep your eye on and you know we talk about this sort of stuff uh you know like it has to be a mass plague but it's you know simple things too, you know when you get a little cut on your hand, yeah um you know you want to take care of that sort of stuff when when uh you know you're in a situation where you can't get to a hospital, you can't access uh medical help, right you want to be conscientious, even a, a small cut can uh, lead to a big infection um I know my son uh, had to leave work early the other day because yeah. my son apparently um, got into a knife fight. That's oh, a shit. thing.
0: That's what you do. You know yeah. I,
1: I, He was apparently trying to disarm another child or another, I'd say child. They're, you know, they're not that little, but he was tra- trying to disarm another, another kid with a pillow. It turns out knives can cut through pillows
0: uh-huh. and,
1: uh, he got stuck pretty good. And so I heard there's possible stitches. I raced home. It wasn't even bleeding by the time I got home. Don't be a pussy boy.
0: Uh, <laughs> I know her.
1: You know, obviously you dumped you know, some some uh some alcohol over it. Uh, used the uh you know one of those um uh gels that you put on it yep, like yep, a new sport. Like triple thing. antibiotic. You again, bandage back
0: to my wife doesn't like triple antibiotic. You should be buying one, not 3 cuz that's you're working against the whole How you're, you're making diseases. There's three three bacterias that I could defeat. Now, so it's, there's it, just one. No, I don't get it. No, it's, it's three different types of antibiotics you're using oh, when see. you purchase this, mm-hmm. and you should just be buying, like, Bactine, mm-hmm. Bacitracin, whatever it is, I don't know, right. but one of them, one and of them that way we the save the other two, so that way when the one stops working...
1: Well, I would recommend that everybody else do that, and then but you when it's just my case, I'm going to use all use Exactly. All that's the
0: problem. Mm-hmm.
1: But go on. But uh, well, I mean that's that's basically it. As long as you you know clean clean your wounds, you know, okay. bandage them up, keep them clean. His uh his closed up. It's pretty much closed up. Yesterday, I got him outside doing some yard work the day before and uh, opened it back up. Maybe I shouldn't have pushed him to, a to work too hard, too much. But uh, you know, he was able to play video games just okay. fine. So I thought it was all right. But apparently, working a shovel and working a game controller is not the same thing. No, no. But I mean uh you know, little things like that are, you know, something to be concerned about too. Yeah. You know. Especially well, when you're in a situation where you can't access
0: I, I think uh, you were yeah. Medical I, help. I think you were hundred percent right on uh having your overhaul health mm-hmm. be up to par. Right. It's gonna be huge in you fighting and not getting sick. Mm-hmm. It's when your body's weaker that you're, you know, infection and things are going to come in and, and get you. Yeah. It's it's usually um,
1: the the people that are already sick from something That elderly. is part of,
0: right. And that's part of why the survival planning is such a big deal. I mean, you know, people are like, well, you know, I can live on, you know, almost no food and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when your body's in these weakened states and you're doing extra work, you're doing extra things, that's when you're most vulnerable. Right. To, you know, infection and things. You know, that's one
1: of the interesting things I learned about the uh, Spanish flu. Yes. Um, that, that primarily killed young and healthy people. Not oh, the, unexpected. the old and the children. Yeah, but it, I guess it, uh, the body's uh, reaction to the illness is what killed people. You know, uh, overheating and things like that. So that's why it had such a huge effect. Because uh, what happened then, obviously, was... Um, you know, it was in the middle of World War One, okay. I and people were being shipped all over the world from different places to different places. Yes, so the illnesses was, you know, were spreading from country to country,
0: right? Rapidly. With no sort right. of uh,
1: no sort of barrier. But, I mean, it's it's just something to keep in mind, uh, to be ready for and be mentally prepared for um, a situation like this, and and have an idea of of what you're going to do and how you're going to react immediately, because you're not going to have, you may not have you know, weeks and months to uh,
0: think about a preparedness plan. No, and I hate to say it, running out to CVS when there's an outbreak Mm -hmm. isn't as cool as when you do it now when there's not a problem. Right, right. Because it turns out there might be sick people there. Yeah, You know, and there's a lot of stuff you can get. I don't want to dime CVS, that might not be bad. Sick people go to Rite Aid, too. It's not even like it's CVS is the bad one. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, you know, gee, I'm going to the pharmacy, and maybe that's where sick people are going, right? Right, so you might want to buy this stuff and plan a little bit before things like things like ibuprofen, uh,
1: Tylenol, um. There's a lot of fever-reducing redu- drugs that you can get off the shelf. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, wound care products that you can get off the shelf. Uh, you know, key, even even simple things like tissues and and hand sanitizer paper and hand soap and things things where you can um, you know keep yourself and and the sick person clean will keep from uh, will help prevent spreading it.
0: Right now hand sanitizer is huge you know this kind of thing the box fan that i had mentioned for the negative pressure in the rooms you know hopefully something you can already have and use whatever Mm -hmm. but these things what they're like 15 dollars. they're not a big deal hand sanitizer honestly it'd be cool if you had a lot of it Mm -hmm. um you know again we're talking about for when the things happen i know if you don't want to buy hand sanitizer Sam's Club has those big things of freaking rubbing alcohol that are yeah. huge, sure. And you could probably even dilute it with water, fifty percent or yeah. yeah, I don't know. You I know. I look I on keep, the internet. I keep figure that out Your own damn self.
1: Yeah, stocked in the in the uh, cabinet because it's not expensive. You can get a, right. a liter of for about ninety eight cents. Um, but
0: now the way, that article that I mentioned about setting up your quarantine room, mm-hmm. they said you might want to purchase um, quarantine signs. To me, it I think that's sign. something you could use with like yeah, a sharpie and a piece of yeah. paper. I don't think that's something you need to go that far. <laughs> Just that in might case. be overstepping I have my quarantine it. Sign. Like, oh, I got the <laughs> quarantine sign. I'm ready. You know, I don't know if that's as far as I would go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, But basic hey, that things. might
1: be a good thing to put up on your door if your family isn't sick and there's an outbreak. Oh, I like Keep that. People out.
0: Yeah. Danger. Infected. Danger. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Move on. My my garden in the backyard is also infected. <laughs> I went in the backyard and, and I coughed roll on it out. No, I coughed. <laughs> I coughed on each pepper individually. So with uh, that, no, well, I got a we got one more. I was t- I was talking to you the other day.
1: My my neighbor has turkeys.
0: Okay, and they yeah, don't, they don't eat
1: the turkeys. Yeah, they, they just, just mentioned have them before. The turkeys. Okay, they, like paint their toenails and things. Oh, like that's fun. That. Well, they just stocked up on on a bunch of baby turkeys. And, uh, like were... these turkeys hatched? No, or no, they, they, purchased... they purchased these turkeys. They,
0: they have baby metal. turkeys in my backyard and just this morning.
1: Yeah. I, well, I didn't have to buy them. I have. I also have turkeys that come through my yard just every morning.
0: Out of your neighbor's yard? No, no, out of my <laughs> oh, woods. different one. But I have two okay.
1: flocks and, and, uh, they did fight it out one time over turf okay. and the domesticated turkeys
0: didn't, they hold. didn't win. They didn't win. When fare? keeping it real no. goes wrong, they, yeah, they didn't know what they, they were didn't. doing. So maybe they should be preppers. They, maybe, should, plan they should be prepper for... prepper turkeys.
1: All right. But they're coming through the yard and I, you know, my dog chased them out. Okay. He's good. He's good for that. I like keep keeping yep. the yard secure. And uh, there's one that's just squawking walking around my backyard. So I went over there and I picked it up and I brought it over to the neighbor's yard and threw it yeah. in his yard and came back and it came back followed me over. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. It turns out the whole flock they didn't move on. They just moved into my garage. And so there were about 20 turkeys in my garage when, when I went in there. And you would not believe how much piss and shit,
0: oh, they shit. 20
1: turkeys can leave in somebody's garage. They shit. It's everywhere. Just All the stuff up. that I keep in my garage to they, keep They have no sphincter control. control. It's just <laughs> everywhere. Sounds great. Right. So I'm either uh, going to have to, you know.
0: So maybe you need the quarantine sign. Yeah. Put on the door and just move I mean, on. you're going to have to have the neighbors clean it up.
1: Or I'm just going to start killing the turkeys as they come in my yard and eat better. That yeah, might either like one's turkeys. going to cause some animosity between my, yes. me and my neighbor, but I don't, you know, I don't like them anyway. So it's all, right. all right,
0: sounds fair. And that's it. We're hey, done. That's the whole story. All all right. just, uh, I just wanted to get that off we're my. We're caught chest. up, you yeah. know. Kevin's got the quarantine in his garage, <laughs> and uh, we're ready
1: for a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So there's swine flu breeding in in the garage right now as we
0: speak. Right, not swine flu, bird flu. Bird flu. Yeah, it's in yeah, there. It's birds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So, stay safe. We'll talk to you next week.